2: This episode of the Sheridan Tapes was made possible by our backers on Seed&Spark. Alice Kira, Martin Rancarini, Cheryl Truskin-Zoller, and Christopher Shields. If you'd like to support the show as well, please go to patreon.com slash homesteadcorner. For as little as $1 a month, you get early access to ad-free versions of episodes, a special weekly behind-the-scenes podcast, and patron-only AMA live streams. Before we get started, this episode contains depictions of death and drowning, body horror, mind control, dread, and some loud noises. Content warnings and a full transcript are available in the show notes.
0: Hey, love. Uh, I know. This is all so much. I know. Um, well, we've landed in Pittsburgh. Uh, I thought you weren't supposed to tell me where they're taking you. Shit.
1: Well, hello from the past.
0: Huh?
1: That that time zone, seven hours behind you now.
0: Oh, (laughs) sorry. Sorry. Sorry Yeah. No, no, of course. It's I'm just tired. Yeah, I did give it my all on that No, water. no, no, it's fine.
1: I'm tired over here, too.
0: <clears throat> did you tell Andrew about the... Oh, the- Yeah, I, uh, I know this isn't ideal. I'm glad you're both going to be there, though. Uh, be safe. and uh, uh, There's actually a pretty cool atrium in the facility next to the living quarters. Uh, some rocks, a little bridge over a pond, uh, that sort of thing. I asked Ren, and uh, they said Andrew could probably play on the rocks. Um, you know, with supervision. It wouldn't be the first time. He says um, engineers get drunk and end up on top of them at all the staff parties.
1: Yeah, that's... Well, it's something at least.
0: Peter, I wish things had gone differently. I know. I mean it. (sighs) I know, Katie. This is just a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And I'll get to see you again.
1: Our living quarters. They don't happen to have
0: separate bedrooms, do they? Oh, right. Good news there. I convinced them to let us use the empty dorm across the hall so Andrew will have his own room. Oh, finally, some good news. I think it might be a converted closet. I don't know. Uh, Ren said it was a little small, but I think Andrew will love it.
1: Well, you know, that'd be great for his
0: astronaut training. <laughs> um... Uh, any word about Mom?
1: Well... Uh... The nurses said that she's... To be honest, she's not there most days. But she's happy, I think. They're taking good care of her and... They'll give us a call if anything changes.
0: I guess we'll just have to wait, then. Yeah. I've got a... Uh, Look, I feel like
1: you expect me to be mad at you, but I'm not. Honestly, I think I'm more scared than anything.
0: I don't know where you got that big heart of yours. Oh, blue light special, okay, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> God, I've missed your dumb jokes. I can't wait to. <sighs> yeah, um, it's been scary for me too. Um. And I know it'll be better once we're together. You can say that again. I'll say it a hundred times. Uh, Just one more time is good. (laughs) It'll be better when we're together. See you soon, love. (sighs) Love you both, bunches.
2: Um, Sam Bailey recording Tuesday, November 12th, 2019 at 4:29 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're about a mile and a half from the eastern end of Mead Run in the Allegheny National Forest, Northern Pennsylvania. A fairly large team, including myself, Maria Soule, Kate Sheridan, Bill Tyler, Dr. Ren Park, and a half-dozen ISFA researchers, landed at PIT earlier today following a red-eye flight from a private airstrip in New Mexico. It's been a long day. A long day after a long day, preceded by a couple more very long days. None of us are at our best right now. On the bright side... It is quite peaceful out here. I I didn't have time to do any research on this area besides looking at its Wikipedia page. The region used to be known for its incredible biodiversity, but it was almost completely clear-cut about a hundred years ago to meet the rising demand for housing, mining, and manufacturing. It became protected land in the 1920s, but by that point, it was little more than a barren plain with most of the native wildlife driven off. Most of these trees are less than a hundred years old. Hmm. A young wildland trying to come back from a devastating fall. Sorry, it's it's just so quiet out here. <clears throat> uh, this area is normally open to the public, but Isfa sectioned this part of the forest off to make sure we're alone. Pretty sure they're posing as forest rangers, trying to shoo people away. Wren told us to stay at camp and not talk to anyone not wearing an ISFA badge, so I'm pretty sure this expedition isn't entirely above board. I've tried to listen in on a few conversations between the researchers, see if I can catch any privileged information, but they all seem to be playing this pretty close to the chest. All that being said, I did manage to catch a few hints. According to Wren, Anna was convinced that the four of us had a key role to play in the period leading up to the world-ending events she dreamed about. She referred to us as the Searchers, and given Isfa's insistence on investigating those incidents Anna would have sought out before her disappearance, all signs point to the conclusion that we're supposed to continue her work, which is why they brought us here, to Mead Run. As for why, Ren has adamantly refused to tell us what we're supposed to be looking for. He said they don't want to spoil the results. The only hint I was able to get out of Ren is that we all have a more personal connection to the powers that Anna went up against, so we're supposed to operate as, well, I don't want to say canaries in a coal mine, but that is the phrase that comes to mind. This was here with our best attempt at a scientific survey of the supernatural, and we're here with nothing more than our instincts. Thankfully, I did manage to eavesdrop on a handful of less careful conversations once we arrived in camp. Over the years, this area has gained a reputation for a variety of otherworldly apparitions. Mysterious floating lights, specters with average humanoid torsos on six-foot-long legs, and to top it all off, multiple reports of time slips. People who wander out of the forest only to discover that hours or days have passed without their knowledge put this all in front of someone a little less skeptical than me, and I'm sure they'd cry aliens right off the bat. (laughs) I'm not ready to hang my hat on that quite yet, though. Even with some of the encounters Bill and Maria had in October. Which reminds me, um, I took advantage of our flight time and the drive to the site to review Kate and Maria's tapes, along with the body cam footage Bill copied to his laptop before things fell apart at OCPD. Although the audio's Pretty much the only usable part of it, given how badly the footage has degraded. I'm guessing we can chalk that up to the presence of Ned LaRoe in most of the recordings. But in any case, it seems like all of us were running into supernatural forces more often than usual before we met up. Sometimes even on the same days, despite being hundreds of miles apart. Now that Issa has us all together in one place, I have to wonder what we might drag over from the other side. I'm still trying to operate with caution. I want to know what Ren isn't telling us, but I'm not going to go rifling through his files or try to break into his office. Not yet, at least. We don't quite know what we're dealing with, and I want to be careful about looking for answers. Something tells me there's more to Isfa than meets the eye.
3: There you are, Sam. I was wondering where you... Ah, pinching off your daily log?
2: You really don't have to phrase it that way.
3: Since when have I done things the way I have to?
2: (laughs) Maria, what's your take on all this with Isva?
3: I'm not sure. This all makes a lot of sense, all things considered. I mean, the dreams Anna had. I think she tried to tell me about them. She mentioned dreaming about a storm, but I never took it very seriously. I mean, it was interesting, but it didn't sound, well, apocalyptic. But the fear in her voice. I don't think she meant to tell me as much as she did. And the way she was acting and talking about her work that last year, it's just... (sighs) I don't know why Isfa thinks they need to fly four exhausted idiots out to Pennsylvania for a haunted sleepover, but I kind of get the feeling Isfa doesn't know either. I think they're just following what Anna told them to do. (laughs) The more things change...
2: I'm I'm just looking for a sense or two about how you're doing.
0: (sighs) I'm freezing is what I am. It's going to get so much colder once the sun's below the horizon. I have a knife in my gut. I told Peter and Andrew they'd be safe at Merriweather, but I don't know if that's true. I guess I hope it's safer than being at home. If I could only be... I believe what Anna saw in her dreams was
2: accurate. Are are you saying that... Do you remember Anna having any dreams that seemed prophetic when you were growing up? I... No, not that I remember.
0: I'm sorry. I don't have anything else to tell you.
2: Bill? Bill? Bill?
1: Oh, uh, I, I, I don't know Maybe things will start making sense when I start sleeping
4: through the night again Maybe tonight will be better You know, I always, I always did like camping <laughs> you, you said we're in New York?
2: Um, not quite uh, Northwestern Pennsylvania I'm, I'm sure a night in the woods will do us all some good and those zephycotas don't look half bad. At least they're off the ground. You wouldn't want to set your feet on that tonight. What was that, Bill? Uh, the food. They're they're tying it up away from the bears. You wouldn't want to have that on the ground tonight. That's not what you said the first time, Bill. Huh? Well, maybe I
0: should get to bed a little earlier than I thought. (laughs) Here, well, let me help you get settled.
2: Thanks, Kate. Good night. What? Huh. There's something in the water. There's a tree draping at the stream, but I can't see it. Don't worry. This'll all get Uh, filtered. Dr. Park, uh, Hi. You're not leaving the camp, are you? Uh, No, I just didn't realize you were over here. You need any help with those canteens? Nah, it's all right.
5: I've got most of them already. Boy, would you look at those fall colors.
2: Uh, yeah, they're... very beautiful.
5: I grew up in Florida, so I didn't get to see stuff like this very often. Makes me
2: feel like a kid all over again. Yeah? Yeah. Me too. I grew up in northern Nevada, so some fall colors in the pits that weren't desert, and mostly places we had to drive to, and even then, not like this. Although there were these two gorgeous maple trees in front of the precinct, turned bright red every fall. Still the most beautiful trees I've ever seen. I'm partial to aspens myself. Really? Oh, yes.
5: They're beautiful, of course, and the leaves make the best sound in the wind, but... It's the symbolism that always stuck with me. What do they symbolize? Well, the aspen has been called the Tree of Heroes. The quaking of their leaves represents someone who knows the trembling path between this world and the next. And they say that if you place an aspen crown in the hands of the dead, it allows their spirit to be reborn.
2: Interesting. You know, you really don't strike me as the folklore type. <laughs> You'd be surprised. If you knew
5: half the superstitions I've picked up from engineers and researchers over the years, well, I guess we're just better at rationalizing them. I think it's a universal trait. mythmaking, creating folklore, finding answers, even if there aren't any. Keeps us human. I'm going to head back. Don't stay up too late, all right? Uh, Hey, uh, Dr. Park? (laughs) You can just call me Wren, Sam. We're going to be spending a
2: lot of time together, and it's much more efficient. Wren, is there anything we should be looking for, specifically? Uh, I mean, for us non-scientists. I've told you everything I know,
5: I'm afraid. This is a potential touchpoint for supernatural activity, and we need you four to tell us if and when you sense anything out of the ordinary. Anything else?
2: No, that—that's it. Thanks, Ron. I'll head back in a bit. Roger that. See you later, alligator. <sighs> okay, it's right. It is getting colder. side of the river <sighs> no no it's it's not a deer it's, it's it came out of the forest on all fours but it's it's human it's human and it just they're drowning themselves how are keeping their own head underwater like that shit they're going to drown
5: Another one. Does anyone have eyes on where they're coming from?
2: How many are there? What?
5: Oh, my God. Nobody touch that water.
2: Everyone, to your stations. Ren, what's going on? I guess we
5: found what we're looking for. Not what we were expecting, but... I, I thought you said you didn't know what to expect. We'll discuss it later. Anyone have binoculars? Thank you. Now let's see what we've got to work with. Doctor... Do those look like gills to you? Gills? Damn this light. I can't see a thing. Someone get a spot on those things.
4: It's not. It will be again. Bill? Is Bill? Me. Are and you awake? Me. Bill? Bill, stop. Wait. And, and below me. And before me.
5: Kate, you stop. need to make him stop now. Be- Bill, shh.
0: Bill, Bill, Is come on. Bill. And Bill. Bill? Bill, Bill, Bill,
3: Bill. Me. The door Huh? Whoa, what? what? Where? Where? Where am I? <gasps>
5: Where's that searchlight? I need to see what's going on now! Lawrence... They're not gills. You don't think? Everyone, we're evacuating now! Evacuating? Wait, why? What's going
1: on? Dr. Park, we can't just abandon the camp like- Tell
5: her! Those things on their necks are four of us oraculi caps!
1: Oh,
2: Jesus. No.
5: Bill, please, you need to calm down. What's going on? Why are we
2: evacuating? How the hell did it get out here? Did, did Temple Barthodom have other compounds outside Oslo? Well, Questions later, Sam. What are they doing this far from Nevada?
5: Dr. Park!
2: <gasps> They're getting up. They're all.
5: Brother, abandon camp. Everyone, get to the vehicles now. We're a mile and a half from the parking lot. Then run!
2: rebirth, life restored through water, anything,
3: anything. Sam? Sam, come on, we have to go. What? Sam, run!
2: Can anyone grab
1: more flashlights?
2: Run over two miles, and the road just—it isn't here. The road isn't here, and it used to be here. Okay, okay. If this is like the wildfire, the cabin, then the loop won't stop on its own. Not until I—Ren, Ren, listen. I, I think I know how to get us out of here. We must have passed it a
5: half mile back. Just missed it in the dark. We need to retrace our steps. No, Ren. Listen to come me. Come on, everyone. We're close.
2: Wren, oh. oh. we are not going to find the road unless I lead us out.
5: Sam, I know you've been out of a command structure for a while, but I don't... Everyone, stop! What is it? Sam, let go
2: of me! Tell them to stop, or they're all dead.
5: <laughs> oh Mother God. Where
2: did they come from? <laughs> oh, please, please Stop. <laughs> I told you, Wren. Those things were right on our heels the whole time. I don't know how. They must be able to travel faster underground. They were trying to confuse us, turn us around by erasing our path. Is everyone okay?
5: Florence? Teller? God, are you the only ones left? Or the rest?
2: Gone. Or worse.
5: There's no way they could have, not unless... They were chasing us through the forest mycelial networks, and now they're freshly fed
2: with most of our team. I
4: oh boy. The mine's on you. Y'all figure that one out, right, Quick? I'm Anita's missed you, baby. Stay away. Bill Sugar, how on earth are you still standing? How the fuck did you follow us out
2: here? The bunker. Whatever Morrison was doing down there, it must have... All I know is one
4: minute I was underground, preparing for a very satisfying feast. The next... I was blown so far along the unseen paths that I barely knew where I was when I stopped. I had to make myself a new family when I did. Family? Meet old friends. Dr. Bryn Park. Good to finally meet you. Officially my sweet old bill strong beards maria brave wise kate teller and lawrence was it smart of you to listen to (laughs) oh you're the one they call sam bailey aren't you name for such a person Sam Bailey do you
2: know who I am you're hominita, the sole survivor of Temply Prophetum right you are darling well now that's over
4: with did I already say thank you oh how rude of me Thank you for the food offering. These disciples are so new to this world, and
5: as such, they can be quite hungry. So, what happens now? What do you want from us? My invitation is, and always will be,
4: for you to join us. We are the children of the earth. After all, the children of Adam. And at the end of all things, we'll be the only ones left standing. in that. Well, we're not known for speed, us mycological folk. But we always catch up. So I suggest you start running.
2: The Sheridan Tapes, episode 52. The Twilight of Starring Virginia Spots as Kate Sheridan, James Kane as Peter Slate, Trevor Van Winkle as Sam Bailey, Amitola Lomas as Maria Soul, Jesse Steele as Bill Tyler, Sam Taylor as Ren Park, Julian Daly as Teller, Lexa Childress as Lawrence, and Alejandra Cejudo as Amanita. With original music by Jesse Hagen. Written and produced by Virginia Spots with dialogue editing and sound design by Trevor Van Winkle. Visit the SheridanTapes.com to view additional content, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, and connect with us on Twitter at SheridanTapes and on Instagram at The Sheridan Tapes. I'm Trevor Van Winkle, this is Homestead on the Corner, and you're listening to The Sheridan Tapes.